0: God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. In a minute, can you bow your head and ask him in the weddings of that song, Make me a vessel for revival. The theme of this year's CLDR is Vessels for Revival. And the song says, God make me a vessel for revival. Ask him to make you a vessel for revival. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, our God. Be thou exalted. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We commit our heart to you. Speak to us and charge us as we start this meeting tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen In 2001, 21 years ago, I was a year one student on campus. <clears throat> and as I was seeking God. In the fellowship then I began to have Some series of experiences One of them Was An anointing of the spirit That can be felt On my head And while that was going on I was hearing a voice that was speaking repeatedly in my heart. And the voice was saying, you are my vessel for revival. Anywhere I go, in the lecture hall, at hostel." I didn't tell anybody what I was hearing within. It was repeating again and again. And then, one day we attended a revival hour. As the revival hour was coming to an end, one brother came to me we just concluded and said the closing prayer, he just walked to me and pointed at me and said, says the Lord, you are my vessel for revival. And he left. So I began to wonder, how did he come to know the voice I was hearing in my heart? because I never told anybody what I was hearing repeatedly. Then it dawned on me that this is God speaking to me in my heart. The same thing the Lord said to me more than 20 years ago is what he is saying to us tonight you are my vessels for revival help me talk to your neighbor tell tell him or her neighbor God says you are his vessel for revival it's a declarative statement It didn't say, you will be my vessel for revival. No. You are my vessel. It didn't say, when you pray, you fast, then you will become. You are my vessel for revival. Now, we have two things to do tonight and we pray. One is how did we become his vessel for revival and what is he expecting from us as his revival vessels so let's try to see how he will help us answer those two questions and we will pray and come back tomorrow for a more detailed time with him first Corinthians chapter 6 1 Corinthians chapter 6 let me read from verse 13 though we will focus on maybe 19 and 20 meat for the belly and the belly for meat but God shall destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God has both raised up the Lord, and will also raise up us by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of harlot God forbid. What? Know you not that he which is joined to harlot is one body? For two said he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication, Every sin that a man doth doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sineth against his own body. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God? And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. If we pay a little attention to that verse 19 and 20 he said don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you which you have of God He said, and ye are not your own. You don't belong to yourself. Why? For you are bought with a price. You are purchased with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. And I, I believe that these two verses answered the two questions right away. How did we become God's revival vessels? We became his vessels for revival when he bought us ...and made us his own. If you are a child of God... ...born again... ...you have the Holy Spirit in you. And the Bible said, ...the Holy Spirit is a seal... ...a mark of his ownership... ...of your life. Romans 8, 9 says... ...if anyone does not have... ...the Spirit of Christ... He is none of His. In other words, the Holy Ghost is a sign that you belong to Him. At a point of genuine conversion, born again experience, what God does was to give us His life and His spirit to indwell us, to live in us. So that your body will now be the temple of the Holy Ghost. Whenever the Bible is talking about the vessels, primarily it's referring to our body. We are returning back to this scripture, but visit 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Furthermore, we beseech you Verse 1 Brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus That as you have received of us How you ought to walk And to please God So You will abound more and more For you know what commandment we gave you By the Lord Jesus Verse 3 For this is the will of God Even your sanctification That ye should abstain from fornication if you are there with me read together with me verse 4 1 thessalonians chapter 4 verse 4 want to go that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor every one of you to know how to possess his vessel. If your version is different from my own, and he used the word bodies. Can I see your hand up? There are versions that use bodies. Yes. Can you just read it? bro? Yes, you. Yes. Read it for us. Verse 4. Wait, which version are you reading? NIV. That each of you should learn how to control your own bodies. Uh-huh. In, a In a way that is holy and honorable. So you can see that the word vessel is referring to what? Your body. Your body. You say, what? Don't you know that your body is the temple of the holy ghost your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you and then he came here he said every one of you he said from verse one that you people we taught you paul was writing to the thessalon we taught you people when we preach the gospel to you we taught you how to live and please god So you continue to do that. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye abstain from fornication. And that every one of you should know how to possess your vessel. In sanctification, and in honor. Verse 5 he said, Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. Not in the lust of the flesh, passionate lust of the flesh, that the heathens, the unbelievers are walking they, they, they use their body for all kinds of defilement and uncleanness. But you people that are God's people must possess your vessel in sanctification and honor. Verse 6, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified. Everybody, verse 7 together, want to go. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto what? Unto holiness. He has not called us unto uncleanness, unto defilement, our calling is unto holiness we are called to possess our body in holiness in honor and so when the bible is talking about vessels vessels for revival is referring to bodies that we allow the spirit of god to live comfortably and be able to express himself through them when you see two human beings you will notice that whether they look alike or not their bodies are only a servant to their soul somebody who is a thief may have an innocent body. But that innocent body you see is a servant to the soul that will be telling the body to go and steal. Are you getting it now? The same thing with somebody who is an immoral person, a fornicator and adulterer. The, the, The mind the soul will be telling the body what to do. So the body becomes a servant. To do whatsoever the person, the soul wants it to do. When Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for our salvation he paid for our bodies to live in our bodies by his spirit. To possess our bodies. So that through our bodies, he will be able to express himself. He will be able to do what he's supposed to do. Now, I want you to see that the first thing that must happen to us if we are going to be correct vessels for revival is the revelation the knowledge that our bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost you say what don't you know and I am not just talking about a common knowledge that many of us know there is a revelation that should come upon you that when your eyes are open to see that your body it's not just an ordinary body it's the temple of the spirit of god that consciousness is going to make you a, a con, that consciousness alone is going to make you to begin to live a life of holiness to begin to live a life that we allow god to have Full expression through your body. You know that people have respect for wherever there is a church, including unbelievers. If an unbeliever is smoking and suddenly he is about to enter a church building or a temple, what does he normally do? Eh? something will just minister to him that this place is not a place for this kind of thing so either he stays outside and summarizes smoking before coming in or he will throw it away before coming in am I saying the truth? and sometimes when people want to react to show you who they are And they remember that they are inside the church. Do they normally react? They will just tell themselves, this is a church. Eh? Um, Let's meet in the marketplace. Eh? Let's meet at home. I will show you who I am. So they will seem like package themselves, control themselves, because They believe that God is here, isn't it? Now, when you come to realize that God is inside and that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, do you know what will happen to you? The same thing that people are conscious of, you will suddenly become conscious of God. You will suddenly become conscious of what you say with your mouth, what you think in your heart, what you watch with your eyes, what you do with your hands, and what you do with your body, because you have come to know a knowledge has done on you that God, the Holy God is here. So how do we how how did we become God's vessels for revival. We became his vessels for revival when he paid his intention when he paid for our bodies. The Bible says you were bought at a price. When he paid for our bodies his intention is so that our bodies will become his what? His vessels of revival. Vessels through which he can express himself and do what he wants to do. And so, one of the prayers we are going to be praying tonight is that God will open our eyes to have this revelation. To let it dawn on us that our bodies his temple i'm not talking about what you know before now if you know listen if you really know before now and you have that consciousness that your body is the temple of god and god is here that last time you were quarreling with your wife or your husband or your roommate you wouldn't have quarreled in the presence of god have you seen people quarrelling in the presence of God? I'm talking about as we gather here now that's what I'm talking about. You will notice that everybody is conscious of God, isn't it? because you something is telling you that God is here and this is the place the presence of God. so that consciousness, that awareness is all over you now. This body is the temple. The spirit of God is dwelling, is living here. So I carry him everywhere I go. I am carrying him as is like a mobile device. Eh? Everywhere you go, God goes. So Jesus. Bought us with the price of his blood to live in us, to possess us, so that we can become an expression of his life. And it's only at that point that he can be using us to affect and touch others. If you look at that passage we read, that first Thessalonians chapter 4, he said verse 4 said, every one of you is talking to believers. He said not like the unbelievers. So, there are always that, you know, difference between those who say I am a believer, the way they handle their body. Now, If you will go back to the first passage we read, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, I want us to now pay attention to that scripture from verse 13 where we started reading. He said, meat for the belly, and the belly for meat, food for stomach, and stomach for food. But God shall destroy both it and them. He now said, now, the body is what? It's not for fornication. It's not for sexual immorality. But for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Let me try to read that from Amplified Bible. Food is intended for the Stomach and the stomach for food but God will finally end the functions of both both okay of both and bring them to nothing the body is not intended for sexual immorality but is intended for the Lord and the Lord is intended for the body to save it to sanctify it and to raise it again. I don't know whether you are getting that scripture. As if somebody is trying to believe that the same way food is meant for the stomach and stomach is meant for the food, that the body, possibly because there are sexual organs and sexual orgies um, uh, in the body, is meant for sexual immorality. Maybe somebody is thinking like that. And the author said, let me correct such, such a, a thought. Such a thought that is wrong. He said, even though you can compare the body and the stomach, but don't ever compare the body and immorality of fornication. No. He said, the body is not for fornication. The body is not intended, is not, is not meant, I think it is NIV that says, it's not meant for sexual immorality. So many people are using their bodies for what is not meant for. We call it abuse. Vessels that are meant to be possessed in sanctification and honor is or are being abused with all forms of defilement and immorality. The body Let me ask. Okay, help me ask on neighbor. Nebo, are you the one that created your body? What's the answer? You know why that question is important? The person that created the body, that gave you the body, is telling you what the body is not meant for. And what it is meant for. And when we talk about the body, we also talk about the parts of the body. When a young man is using his eyes, his eyes, or our eyes, part of the body, to watch pornography. What is that? What is that? An abuse of the eyes. The body is not for fornication. The creator, the owner of this vessel, the one that bought it, he created it first, then when we deviated, when we fall out through Adam, he came back, died, and bought it back. To show you how important this body is to God on the earth. He said, your body is not for sexual immorality if there are people here tonight or under the sound of my voice who are using their bodies for sexual immorality please stop that abuse the creator the owner of the body said It's not for fornication but for the lord and the lord for the body. If you are getting me, can I see an up? You are getting me. He said the, the 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 body is for the Lord. And the Lord is what? For the body. The body is for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. That consciousness that this my body is not owned by me. It's not for me to use the way I like to commit masturbation and you know, defile myself with fornication, adultery, homosexuality, and all sorts of things. No! The body is for the Lord. The vessels for revival, must first possess this vessel, this body in sanctification, in holiness. Why? Because the Spirit of God, his title is Holy. Holy Spirit. He is the one living inside. So, if there are people here who has been abusing their body sometimes some people they don't commit fornication physically but inside the dream they are committing fornication does it happen? you are not talking something is making you not to talk Physically, I have asked a young man, he came for counseling, he said, he used to have sex in the dream, often and often. I asked him, have you had sex physically? He said, no. So how come he he used to have sex in the dream? Do you know why? Do you know why? What is dream? Dream is your mind, your soul, at work. Did you get it? So whatever you you are thinking in your mind, the way your mind is, your dream is a reflection of your mind. So, and you know, when the mind is dirty, imagining fornication, thinking fornication, and all sorts of defilements, you may, for one reason or the other, not do it physically. But when you get into the dream what happens In 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 the author began to speak again he said be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what path has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Chapter 7, verse 1, read it together with me, one to go. Yeah. Having therefore these promises dearly beloved, let us do what? Let us cleanse ourselves from all futiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. If you are not living a holy life, you are you are not meeting up with God's expectation over your life. He you said, For God has not called us unto uncleanness but unto holiness. Our calling as believers is not to live a dirty life, it's not to indulge in all forms of defilement, but to live a holy life. You now said, Look at all the promises God said, I will live in them, I will be your God, I will be your Father. You now said, Since we have these promises, dearly beloved. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. Now, somebody can say, God, cleanse me. But what is God saying to us? What is God saying to us? Let us, not let God cleanse us. That is a responsibility you have towards the clean scene of your vessel eh? there are things that you must say no to there are relationships that are leading you to sin, to defilement to uncleanness that you have to cut off there are things you are watching, sometimes it may not be all that you know sometimes when people say I am suffering from lust the first question I used to ask them is Do you watch films acted by unbelievers? That's the first question I always ask. Do you watch films acted by unbelievers? Because First John 2 16 said, All that is in the world, all that you are going to collect from the world, double ed- um, double barrier lost. Lost of the flesh, and what? Lost of the eyes. And then one. State of pride, pride of life. So, as long as you have not separated yourself from the world system, you will always be prone to lust. Let us cleanse ourselves. Let us separate ourselves, detach ourselves from everything you know that is defiling all the filthiness of the flesh and the spirit he said perfecting holiness perfecting holiness in the what in the fear of god in the reverence of god that is when you now come to know that god is here and you are afraid of god You have the fear of God. You can't do anything. You can't speak anyhow. You can't quarrel. You can't shout. You can't fight. While God is there, you have the fear of God. You know that God is in this vessel. And I am carrying him. No, 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 no. I should not do some certain things. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, there is a consciousness of God. When you have the fear of God and you are conscious of his presence that is here, you will not do some certain things. In secondary school, many of us, when the teacher that is beating Cain very well, or the principal that is beating Cain very well, is passing and the students are making noise, what do they normally do? They will just keep quiet. They will just adjust themselves. Why? Why? There is a presence that is here. They are conscious of that presence. They are afraid. They have a fear for this presence. And they know that the presence is here. And so, because of the presence of this teacher, because of who they know him to be, because of what they know about him and what they know he can do, they will keep quiet. And when the teacher has finished staying, you know, They will just be waiting patiently for the time the teacher will leave. Am I correct? The moment the teacher leaves, the next thing that will happen is what? The level of noise that was there before we return back. Automatic returning. In fact, sometimes it's greater because they have you know They say, why did this man stop us from the continual noise? So we are going to make greater one to Make up for the ones that we didn't make while he was there. So they began to and continue to. But take note of what happened while the man was present. If the Lord is present inside of you and you are conscious of it. And you are aware of it. It makes all the difference. Did you get me? It makes all the difference. Some of the things we do, we can't do it. So the gossip, we, we, you know, where you are, it's very easy to gossip. Do you know that it's very easy to gossip? Eh? Let me give you an example on how easy it is to gossip. When you get to somebody, maybe your roommate or somebody you are staying with at home, Maybe both of you went to a church or went to a discipleship, you came back. Then you just ask the person. Were you paying attention when our pastor was talking with that lady? Is there anything you observed? <laughs> are you are you following? You know, it's coming as a question. And this question is supposed to lead to discussion. And what is the discussion about now? About the pastor. About the pastor. Now if you are not careful, you that the question is coming to to know that this is the beginning of gossip. You know what you are going to say? Ah! I thought it was only me that observed that. I didn't know that you saw it too. I was I was just looking at, at him, you know, somehow I was like, I, I I hope he's still our pastor. The way he man carried the hand and put on that on that sister. I just observed something. And the person that asked question said, That one that happened on Sunday is just a little compared to what I have seen before. Even some of the other younger pastors, if you see what they are doing, eh? What is going on now? Now you see they soft. Sub- subtleness of gossip is that you won't even know that you are gossiping most times. You, You will think that you are discussing with somebody. If the person is there, will you say those things? And if God is there and you know that God is there, you won't say those things. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 said He said, dearly beloved I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a what? A living sacrifice. Present your bodies your vessels a living sacrifice that is what? Holy and acceptable unto God. Always mark the word holy. Holiness is our culture. Holiness is our lifestyle. Holiness is the requirement that God has placed on every vessel that must Be used for his glory for revival. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, verse 19 he said, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameeth the name of the Lord do what? depart from iniquity the Lord knoweth those who are his verse 20 but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver but of wood and earth some to honor some to dishonor if a man therefore purge himself who is going to purge the man God or the man if a man purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Now look at that scripture. He said, "In a great house, we have different kind of vessels: vessels of silver. You see, we don't just have vessels of silver and gold. We also have vessels of... Now, what he's trying to say is that vessels of silver and gold is." To honor, he says, some to honor. I think that's the version that says, some to noble use. So, you know, when you want to serve a king or some certain kind of people, you don't use wooden vessel, you don't use an earthen vessel. They are not, they, they, they are somehow dirty. A lot of impurities. You know, the wood, the earth is known for impurity. A vessel of silver has passed through processes of purification before it becomes. Are you getting it? When you want to make a cup out of wood, tell me how to purify the wood. Is there any way of purifying the wood? When you want to make a vessel out of clay soil, how do you pre- purify the soil from impurity before making the vessel? But when you get gold, you don't use raw gold to make golden cup. Are you following me? Any vessel of gold, any vessel of silver you see has passed through purification processes before they become or they are made into the vessel. So the difference between honorable vessels and dishonorable vessels is just the purification process. That's why he said, if any man pours himself in a great house, in a great house so we are vessels in God's great house there are vessels that are not in the great house but for us to be in the great house we have been bought by him are you getting me he went to the market and bought vessels that we use in his great house so to be part of the great house he has bought you but Every man have opportunity to become a pure vessel. That can be used by the master. Did you get it? If any man purges, purifies himself. So there is a work that each man must do. For him to become a vessel. Meat for the master's use. So tonight... I want you to ask yourself, am I meeting the expectation of the master with my own vessel? His expectation, his standard is nothing but holiness. He cannot take anything less than that. Purity. The vessel must be pure, must be clean, must be holy. And if maybe before now you have been defiling yourself, tonight you need to take a stand and say, No more. No more abuse of the body. No more misuse of this vessel. Well, we will begin to look at the details of this purification tomorrow. And I want us to really pay attention because God is prepared for us. I just want to give a general um, understanding of the team tonight. But there are deep matters the Spirit of God will be bringing up on the purification of the vessels for revival. Because that's the only thing that the vessel needed to go through and he will become. There's no other thing. Once you are a vessel of revival, you are and God can use you for revival for his highest purpose but where the problem is where the matter will always be is are you pure enough for the master's use so what are the prayer points those of us who are not born again you are not his vessel for revival you are not you need to repent from your sins genuinely become converted before he can buy your body and your body becomes a vessel for his use and those of us who are already born again you are his vessel already but you have a work of making sure that you possess this vessel in sanctification in honor don't let anybody deceive you, including your mind, including your heart. Are you following me? I was talking with a brother some time ago, and he told me that he has committed fornication. I said, why did you commit fornication? He said he felt that he's of age. He felt that he's of age. He wants to go and commit fornication. Hi. I said, but why? Do you know the implication of what you have done? The temple of the, of the Holy Spirit, the, the temple of God, you have defiled it. He said, when a man commits fornication, he is like a man that has taken his members and joined it to a harlot. That's why he said, flee fornication. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. Every other sin a man commits is outside the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. Sin is sin. But fornication has a very serious way of you know, cutting short what God wants to do with this body. I want to ask us to pray. Let's rise on our feet. I want you to begin to respond to him if he has spoken to you tonight. For some of us, you may need to ask him to open your eyes to see the king of glory in you. The spirit of holiness inside of you. to be aware, to be conscious of his presence. No, 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 you can't watch that pornography if you are conscious of his presence. It's not about staying for three months without pornography and on the fourth month you go and watch. No! You are permanently delivered from defilement because you are conscious that this is a vessel that should be possessed in sanctification and in honor. No, you don't allow your eyes to wander. Your thoughts to become dirty and defiled. Because you are conscious of his presence. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable. You are not your own, you are bought at a price. If I am not my own, then I have a work to glorify and honor him with what is his own. The body is his own, it's not mine. I don't use it the way I like. I use the body for his glory. This is a vessel for God. This is a vessel for revival. And it has to be used for his glory. If you have defied yourself, if you have defied this body, can you ask God to forgive you and sanctify you again and restore you again Some of you... After defiling your body... You lost your spiritual life. You know you lost God after that day. You have tried to come back... But you couldn't. You have fasted. You have prayed. But no way. For some of us... There is a tendency the way you are going there is a tendency that you are not going to survive the prejudice of lust and immorality that is building around you you need to cry out for help, for reinforcement tonight that's the essence of this meeting God is looking for vessels clean vessels, holy vessels that he is going to use in this end time for revival Tonight is going to be a restoration night, a recovery night for some of us who have lost his glory as a result of your carelessness shanda Lariba Somebody Facebook has corrupted you Facebook What you watch Your eyes has no control Say each of you should know how to Control your bodies Control your eyes You are not yet in control You watch, you look, you act You speak, you defile yourself And you are looking for the presence of God No, God cannot be present He cannot be powerfully present When there is defilement Sanctify me, O God As I take several necessary steps To sanctify myself The body is a slave but the mind the heart, the soul determines what the body does you may look innocent your face may look innocent but you know your heart is corrupt your heart is defiled I sanctify myself I purge myself I cleanse myself from every form of defilement Keep Jesus L'en télé prochain daraba sanda Rekale ba sandaraba i am not my own i am his own thank you jesus in the name of jesus thank you for listening we trust you are blessed by god's word this message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.calvarywayonline.org. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 80 6560 You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labors.